Back at the Garden, where tonight the Celtics' pursuit of the two-seed continues. They play game two of the six-game homestand, welcoming in the red-hot D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Max, rainy Sunday in Boston, but the skies have certainly cleared for the Celtics. They have their mojo back 8 of 10 since that home loss here to the Thunder three weeks ago. There's kind of an obsession about chasing the two-seed, but is the lesson we're learning that like the first two months of the year, if the Celtics are healthy... They can win anywhere. Well, I think that's the key. I think they can win any place. If they're a healthy basketball club, playing, hitting things on the right track, I think as long as they, they're focused right now on getting healthy, I think everything else is going to take, take its place. And as soon as we say healthy, they are not. The inevitable attrition, Gordon Hayward's foot flaring up again after the Friday win over Portland. He won't play tonight. Shemi Ojale will not play tonight as well. And the other thing the Celtics are trying to clean up is here at the Garden. They're 12-5 and five in their last 17 on the road, but tonight's second of this longest homestand of the year. Max, man, it's been a rough year for the Timberwolves. Still the hangover from the Jimmy Butler drama last year. Carl Anthony Towns in and out of the lineup. He will play tonight. They're headed deep in the lottery, but they've got that one wild card to play. Thursday night at Target Center, D'Angelo Russell went for 55 against the Spurs, and if you don't think he can get hot enough to beat the Celtics by himself, he can because we've seen it. Well, we did. We saw when he was with Brooklyn. Here's a guy who shoots the ball extremely well. He can go inside, outside. The only wild card you have defensively is you do have that guy, Marcus Smart. So Gordon Hayward out, Carl Anthony Towns in. Suddenly this one gets a little bit dicier this year. Four times this year, Celtics have beaten a Western Conference team on the road, and that team has come to Boston and got the win back. Timberwolves will try to become the fifth and win here for the first time in 15 years. Celtics and Wolves will tip it next. Welcome into the Celtics Simulation pregame show. The season continues exclusively right here on the CLNS Media Network. And tonight's broadcast powered by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Eat right, strengthen your immune system, don't gain weight sitting at home. Lose it with Awaken 180 Weight Loss and betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. Adam Kaufman here with you and more importantly joined by 2008 World champion, member of the Boston Celtics, a fan favorite, and a guy who always is staying very busy as his career post-playing rolls along, Kendrick Perkins. Perk, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, Adam. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me on. Well, good to have you. And obviously, for people that have checked out the Celtics Beat podcast across the CLNS Media Network, Perk, good friend of that show, and always fun having him on to expand upon everything that is going on in the world of basketball, not just Celtics-centric. But here, this is a very different type of thing, Perk. As we know, we're really zeroing in on what is happening between these two teams. And tonight, we've got the Celtics and Timberwolves. Perk, you have been tough on Minnesota all year, really. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, I look at Minnesota and I, I just watch everything that they went through. And, you know, just, you know, Carl Anthony Towns and the way that he was talking before the season about, you know, everyone sleeping on them and they have something to prove. And, you know, they just fell short, you know, um, with them getting rid of Tom Thibodeau, uh, Jimmy Butler, and switching up the whole team. Um, you know, I was just saying, let your game do this talking, not you. And so I've been very high and critical on them. I've been sleeping with my fan on because, <laughs> you know, man, listen, in this league, you got to find a way to win. Um, and that's what you don't want to become a loser and a guy that's just playing for stats. And, you know, when I look at Carl Anthony Towns, he's very talented. Mm-hmm. But we do want him to step his game up and start delivering wins. 
Well, and you and your career, obviously you played a different kind of role than Towns, but you've been on both sides of that, you know, the importance of having a win and being on teams where certain guys are, are just looking to collect numbers in Minnesota and Towns especially trying to find his growth, trying to take his game, his reputation, and his career to the next level. So with all that, and of course, a lot of talent on both sides, let's jump into the action. We'll send a court side to Sean Grandy and Cedric Maxwell. We will pick things up in the second quarter. Celtics ahead narrowly, 44-43. Celtics by one midway through the second. Celtics coming out of an early eight-point hole. Jason Tatum and Kemba Walker return for the Celtics. D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns now both back in. They combined for 22 in the first quarter. Kemba, after Robert Williams standing on that three-point line, Tatum comes to get it. Makes the Kogi down the right side, lines him up, steps into a three, got it. 200 on the year, Max, for Jason Tatum. Boy, you got to love when you shoot that basketball that way. He can go inside, outside. He has the ability to knock down long jump shots. But I love when he penetrates toward the hole. Isaiah Thomas, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and now Jason Tatum, the only Celtics to make 200 threes in a single season. Won't be the last time he joins that for 47-43. Celtics 5-4, D'Angelo Russell. Straight away up top. Minnesota wearing the home whites tonight. Celtics in those black uniforms here at the Garden. Russell finds Malik Beasley. Wolves just set him free after picking him up from Denver. Beasley return to Russell. Deep three. No good. Rebound Robert Williams. Ball slapped away from him. Out of bounds. It's going to be an interesting sequence for the Time Lord, Max, to see where he fits in because we were talking about this before the game. But the Celtics can't get the two seed. You're talking about Joel Embiid in the first round, and Robert Williams is going to have to play a part. Well, Robert Williams will be that guy, a shot blocker. We know what he can do there. He's also got better on the offensive end at shooting the mid-range jump shot. I didn't think he had in his repertoire, but he was really improved in, in that area. Kemba Walker watched by D'Angelo Russell straight away. Robert Williams banging with Carl Anthony Towns right now in the paint. That's where the ball goes. Williams backs him down, turns, and Towns slaps it away. Jason Tatum saves it from going out of bounds. Finds Marcus Smart, just fires the three and hits it. About as Marcus Smart a three as you're ever going to see. Marcus Smart does those things every day, offensively, defensively. It never seeks to amaze me how he plays the game. No Marcus, no Marcus. Yes, Marcus shot. Celtics by seven, 50 to 43. Celtics down a 28 to 12 run to go from down nine to up seven. Russell lobs it into town. Here comes the double team. Pick out Nasri, 12 footer, no good. Rebound Marcus Smart. Smart on the move, two on one, ahead to Jalen Brown for the left hand slam, Celtics by nine. What are you talking about? Moving the basketball. If you attack them defensively, run back and look to get a layup. Tommy Heinsohn used to tell me that. Run, run, and then run. That's the problem with the Wolves playing this run and gun. They can make up grounds in a hurry, but they can lose grounds in a hurry. 12 for Jalen Brown. Carl Anthony Town standing on the three point line. And to Russell. Celtics up by nine now. Pocos on the wing against Jalen Brown. Return pass knocked away by Marcus Smart. Tatum gallops up the floor. Drop back to Kemba. Open three. That's cool stuff right there. Again, what you do on your defensive end converts Johnson. Timeout. Ryan Saunders an 11 nothing Celtics run. They have their largest lead. 3:04 to go in the first half. Boston 55, Minnesota 43. If you've been following me on Twitter, you may have noticed I'm finally doing something about my weight and my health. 
I decided it's time to get back to my MVP weight. So I started Awaken 180 Weight Loss. I'm already feeling fantastic. The best part, I'm already down nine pounds. I could have hit the treadmill for a year and not seen the results that I've had with Awaken 180. Just like during my plan days, Awaken is all about losing weight and focusing on nutrition, coaching, and science. No pills, no gym. As you know, I travel a ton, but no worries there because Awaken 180 has a worldwide program. I can still have my weekly consult via Skype. When I'm back in Boston, I visit the government center location. Besides healthy living, my favorite part about Awaken is free support for life. We are all stuck at home these days, but join me and get healthy. Call the solution for weight loss. Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Get on board just as I did. Go to Awaken180WeightLoss.com. You are listening to the Celtic Simulation. The season continues on the CLNS Media Network. We pick up action now later in the second quarter with the Celtics ahead 61-53. For more, let's send it back to Sean Grandy and Cedric Maxwell. 61-53, Celtics by eight. Jared Culver, the rookie, We'll check back in. He turned six years old, had just turned six the last time Minnesota won in this building in March of 2005. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. How old old were you? Uh, What I remember about that game is that Wally's with Wally Zerbiak on after the game, future Boston Celtic 15 years ago. They still had Sam Cassell back then. Those were the days. They were good teams. They were. Kemba straight away up top the year before. They had gone to the conference finals. Marcus Smart comes to get it. In Jalen Brown's way, step back three, no good, rebound, Carl Anthony Towns, long lead, Russell, pull up, in transition, got another three. That's a bad man right there. Boy, when he is shooting it that way, you cannot get in the ball fast enough. Left-handed, tricky, can come off, go either way, I love his position. Four threes in the first half for D'Angelo Russell, he's got 17 coming off his 55 against the Spurs on Thursday. Wolves back within five, 61-56. Kemba across half court. Vernon Gomez and Towns in here together now causing problems for the Celtics. Remember, no Gordon Hayward either. Tatum, checked by Beasley. Return to Kemba. His three, nope. And another rebound for Carl Anthony Towns, his eighth of the night. Angelo Russell walks it up. Jared Culver, the rookie on the wing, return to Russell. Russell pounding it. Kemba in front of him, floats it into Carl Anthony Towns. Going to work on tight. Now, backs him down here. Pump fake off the window and in. That's the thing, Max. Carl Anthony Towns has just spent more time down there in the paint. There's times he looks unstoppable. Well, that's the thing about these young guys now. Everybody wants to be cute. Everybody wants to be on the three-point line. Stay where you can be dominant. Both within three now, 61-58. Final minute of the first half, 17 for Russell, 15-8 and eight for Carl Anthony Towns. 9-2 is the Minnesota run. 28 seconds on the game clock, 18 on the shot clock as we count it down here in quarter number two. Kemba, Hudson in towards Jalen Brown. Brown against Culver on the wing, returns to Kemba up top. Tice comes all the way up, sets the screen. Kemba races down the right side, gets to the cup, lays it in, scored, and the foul. Celtics needed that. Kemba needed that. Kemba counted in one. Anytime he penetrates, he does one thing. He slows down, allows the defender to bump into him from behind, and then he lays the ball up softly. Celtics push it to five. Remember, Toronto lost their game yesterday in Memphis. Now they're dealing with the Siakam injury. Raptors only a game and a half up 
for that two seed heading into that, the Occam injury. Uh, is he, he's not really in the MVP conversation, Max, because you can't have one where you're not at least talking about the Occam when you get to the third or fourth spot. Well, I think the thing you have to do, you're, you're whispering about him because he's been that good. He's been dominant on the paint. You lose their best player last year. He stepped in and done exactly what that guy left, and now he's doing it now. Kemba was in that conversation early, very early in the year before he got hurt. He hits the free throw, three-point play for Kemba Walker. Celtics, five, six, nine seconds left in the half. Russell walking the dog, picks it up at half court. Clock stops rolling. Beasley starts his drive, kick out, Towns, opens the three, got it. Another three for Carl Anthony Towns. Boy, he Two seconds is left, Marcus Smart will try for three quarters. Court got the rim, but that's it. And D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns just keeping the Wolves close. Well, that's what they do. When you come in on the road, what you want to do is stay close and try to steal it in the second half. 18 for Towns, 17 for Russell. Wolves shooting 51% in the first half, only down three. And it's halftime at the Garden, Boston 64, Minnesota 61. It is halftime now between the Celtics and Timberwolves. Halftime show brought to you by BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts, and Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Eat right, strengthen your immune system. Don't gain weight sitting at home. Lose it with Awaken 180 Weight Loss, just like our guy Cedric Maxwell has been doing. Barely recognize him in all those big suits he's got there. Celtics, <laughs> once again, uh, a big lead in this one, Perk. As many as 16, but whittled it down. It's now three, 64-61. This has just been an ongoing trend. We've seen this so many times over the course of the season already. What's been the issue with, with blown leads? Is it, is it a lack of focus for Boston? Is it something deeper than that? Well, you're right. I mean, and I'm pretty sure Brad is getting on those guys at halftime. And I'm pretty sure the coach that Brad is, he's been preaching this all season long. The Celtics are inconsistent throughout the course of the game. They get hot, they go on runs, and then they let their foot off the gas. That is not good. When you got a team down, you got to keep them down. And when you got a team like Minnesota who want to put up points, first of all, 60-plus points at halftime is way too many. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, the Celtics got a lot now defensively, but Minnesota is doing a great job. I mean, you know, they're doing what they do, and that's put up a lot of points led by Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. But the Celtics have to get more consistent on the defensive end and learn how to, when they put their foot on the gas, they got to keep it down to the floor. Here's one thing I always think about, though. Like, Gordon Hayward's not playing tonight. When the Celtics are shorthanded, as they have been throughout so much of this season to this point, so many injury issues, when you do blow leads, obviously – this is a situation where we've so infrequently seen this full team together, at least the top, call it six, seven players in that rotation together for a given game. I mean, it's been like a third of the game so far in the year. So is there a lack of continuity that comes into play when you have trouble holding big leads, or is it everything that you just mentioned? Well, I mean, you know, it's hard to get into a good rhythm. It's hard for Brad to get his rotations, but that's why it's the next man up. And if you're if you're a guy that's playing when a guy's injured and out and you're getting the opportunity, you gotta come in and embrace that opportunity. Um you gotta you gotta be a positive. And I just think the Celtics has been dealing with injuries all year long. Mm-hmm. So this is nothing new and guys gotta know how to stay ready and stay focused. To me it's all about the focus and your mindset. 
All right. With that, let's get back to the action. We'll pick it up early third quarter. Celtics up 5, 69-64. John Grandy and Cedric Maxwell with the call. Very early third quarter timeout for Ryan Saunders. Celtics up by 5, 69-64. Part of it is to get Juan Hernan Gomez back in this game to replace James Johnson. This has been the best Minnesota lineup tonight with Russell Towns, Hernan Gomez, Colfer, and Beasley. D'Angelo Russell looking into Carl Anthony Towns. Tice trying to hold his ground. Kick out. Beasley, 18-footer, no good. Rebound number eight for Daniel Tice. Marcus Smart and Celtics in the front court. Back in the starting lineup tonight with the injury to Gordon Hayward. Smart moves to the left side. Jalen Brown against the rookie Colt. Swing between his legs. Pounding. Starts to back him down. Now moves instead to Tatum in the corner. Steps to his right. Three in the air. No good. Enough the rebound for Carl Anthony Towns. His 11th. Celtics have gone cold here, Max. Boy, he's a machine. Thinking about rebounding that basketball. I think the Celtics have to attack the rim and try to get Carl Anthony Towns in, in foul difficulty. Russell pushes the Wolves into the front court, finds Hernan Gomez, will pull up on Tatum, got it, and the Celtics lead is down to three. Celtics Max having trouble with that bigger Minnesota lineup. Well, what they're doing, they're pounding on the inside, and then when the Celtics try to double team, kick it out to a wide open shooter, and this time they're knocking down those shots. 69-66, Wolves within three. They trap Kemba coming after him in the backcourt, and Kemba steps out of bounds, and the Celtics turn it over again. Didn't use a timeout, and that is an ugly deja vu from three weeks ago here against the Thunder. The exact same thing, and Kemba turns it over. Boy, can't do that in this kind of game, especially in, in the second half. Celtics have looked so sharp the last couple of weeks that you can feel something is a little bit amiss here. Beasley will trigger the inbound. Towns. Hand off to D'Angelo Russell. Russell finds Towns, mid-block, turns on Tyson, hits again. 22 for Carl Anthony Towns. The Boston lead is down to one. You were wondering, Max, which Carl Anthony Towns we were going to get tonight, and it looks like the wrong one for the Celtics. Yeah, he's a guy who can shoot the basketball. He can go inside and out. Let me follow up. What you said, what's the miss? I haven't heard the word Gordon Haywood because you said he's not playing. He's been a big part of what the Celtics have been doing this year, offensively and defensively. Another big shooting game against Portland here on Friday night, but sitting out. And that's the other thing about chasing this two seed is that the Celtics are going to be, you got to think, you're going to want to sit guys out going into the playoffs. 69-68. Kemba, again, gets the high screen from Tice. Starts down the right side. Over the shoulder for Tatum. 14-footer. No good. Rebound. Tice offensively is put back. Blocked by Carl Anthony Towns. And here comes Russell again. Smart back defensively. Russell. Holding, now drops his head, just drives to the cup and scores again. Wolves have the lead. Timeout, Brad Stevens. Well, Brad had to call one then because the Wolves seem right now to be on the roll. And they've caught the Celtics flat-footed, as we've seen over and over this year. That's a mad Brad timeout right there. Another double-digit lead is gone at the Garden. 22 apiece for Russell in town. 7.22 to go in the third. Minnesota 69, Boston 68. Side, everyone standing at Fenway Park as Ted Williams hit probably for the last time. So you love baseball, but not all this talk about sign stealing and espionage you could do without all the analytics and four-hour games, am I right? I'm Josh Lewin, and I've got you covered. The Throwback League is a once-a-week podcast. It's basically a March Madness-style tournament played out over 48 weeks. Here's what we do. 
the World Series winners from 1974 to 2006. They all make the tournament, and they're broadcast by me. So you'll hear Deion Sanders digging into the batter's box to face Catfish Hunter. Mariano Rivera might be asked to close the game out against the middle of the Dodgers order. Former Sunday Night Baseball voice John Miller will break things down as our pregame analyst, and we'll have a couple surprise pregame analysts stop by as well. In-game between innings, we'll hear from one of the players who was on these teams to let you know what it was like to be there. How would the We Are Family Pirates have done against the Red Sox team of idiots? I say, let's find out. The Throwback League, download it wherever you get your podcasts, and don't mess up your brackets. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of sports, events, and games to wager on. Well, let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. All open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, even the weather. Visit the website or use your mobile device and join today to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Be sure to use the promo code CLNS50. Bet online, your online wagering experts. You are listening to the Celtic Simulation. The season continues on the CLNS Media Network. We pick up action now later on in the third quarter with the Celtics down 77-75. Let's send it back to Grandy and Max. Minute eight to go in the third. Back and forth we go. Eight lead changes here in the quarter. Wolves up now, 77-75. Carl Anthony Towns stays out of the game. He's got 28 in 28 minutes. Jalen Brown has started to carry the Celtics offense. He's got 20. Brad Wanamaker replaces Marcus Smart. Kembo playing off the ball. Wanamaker looking for Tatum. Coming strong down the right side. Two-hand slam for Jason Tatum. Jake Lehman and Josh Okogie just looking at each other, wondering who had Tatum, and the answer is no one. Well, no one, and Tatum packing that rim again. This is one I love to see him use that length and that size to get towards the basket. 16 for Tatum. We start over again. Final minute of the third. Celtics and Wolves tied at 77. Celtics trying to match Toronto in the win column at 51. Bulls within a game of the two seed with a win. Russell swings to Okogie. Enters to Lehman. Lehman turns on Tyson. Late footer is good. Five for Jake Lehman in this sequence. Wolves big getting it done tonight. They've got the lead, 79-77. Can we say Jake the Snake? If you want. One of the greats of, one of, the greats of all time, right out of your era. 30 on the game clock. 19 on the shot clock for the Celtics as we count it down in the third. Kemble walk it up and run some clock. Wolves led by nine early. Celtics had it up to 12 midway through the second, but... Russell and Towns brought the Wolves back in. Wanamaker inside of Tice. Kick out Kemba. Pretty good look at his three. No good. Rebound Russell. Shot clock is off. 12 seconds to go in the quarter. Russell across half court. Hand to Hernan Gomez. Up top. Final second. Russell coming off the screen. Hernan Gomez finds him. Three at the buzzer. Shot. Again. Boy, when you got that guy like shooting the basketball like that, and then Towns knocking down shots, that really is a, a combination of Batman and Russell. 28 for Towns, 30 now for D'Angelo Russell. Celtics led by one at the end of one, by three at halftime, and by as many as 12. But now the Wolves up by five as we make the turn for home. Minnesota trying to win at the Garden for the first time in 15 years. They lead 82-77. Headed to the fourth as we head back to Kendrick Perkins and the postgame crew. Perk, Celtics could use you tonight against Carl Anthony Towns. Hey, hey, Grandy, listen. Now, nah, man, I'm done, man. Listen, <laughs> I'm, like, 
right now. No more basketball to be hurt. I'm done. I'm loving this side of the fence that you're on. Come on, man. No, 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 no. I'm done. Straight me to the of the game. But listen, I've been very critical of the Boston Celtics all year long and been very concerned about their interior defense, their inside play on the defensive end. And when you look at Tyson, when you look at Ennis Cantor, I, we, the Celtics need those guys to step up in order to achieve what they're trying to achieve this season. And um, I've been, we, we know that Ennis has a history of being a liability on the defensive end, but we know he's great offensively. Um, Tyson's been up and down this season. As of right now, you know, I know that Ennis is out tonight, but the lack of uh, Celtics depth in the paint, and I love Rob Williams, but he has to get back in game shape. The lack of depth inside the Celtics paint is showing tonight, and that's why Carl Anthony Towns and Gomez are having it their way. It sounds like some big-on-big crime to me. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. It is. That's what we call it. We call it mouse in the house. (laughs) Tell you what, though, man. I mean, this goes back to, obviously, trade deadline. Danny Ainge doesn't make a move to bring in a big buyout market, and nobody really available that was – too enticing there were a lot of the Tristan Thompson talk if he had become available he didn't so Celtics didn't make a move obviously being comfortable with that group of bigs that they have and defensively speaking you want to get into the analytics net rating things like that like Daniel Tice has well overachieved this year from what people expected and maybe there's a little bit of you were just talking about time lord there Rob Williams banking on the potential for his health but when you look ahead, and Ennis Cantor as well, use him in, in a certain kind of role. Maybe he doesn't get exposed defensively the way he has throughout his career. But when you look ahead to the postseason, which is rapidly approaching at this point, is there a concern the Celtics are going to get beaten up inside by opposing bigs, or do you think they have a group that can figure it out? They have a group that can figure it out. Listen, the, the solution is easy, just like you said at the, when you first started talking. More minutes for Tice, less minutes for – uh, Cam, I think when you look at Tice and what he's done throughout the course of this season, he's proved himself to the world and to the Boston Celtics that he can anchor a defense at times. He's a guy that can switch out on guards. He sit down and guard well. He's an underrated shot blocker. I love the energy and the tenacity that he plays with. And listen, right now, the Celtics have no choice. This is what they got to rock with. This is what they have. So they got to finish the season and go into the postseason with these guys, which I think they'll be fine. They just have to focus and step their game up. Okay. More ahead on the Celtics Simulation postgame show brought to you by BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts, and Awaken 180 weight loss. We'll pick it up with the Wolves up 94-89. Back to Grandy and Max with the call. Wolves go up by 7, 94-87 out of the Brad Stevens timeout. We'll get Jalen Brown back in the game. Grant Williams with Marcus Smart, Tatum, and Wanamaker. Kemba Walker and Jason Tatum will stay out of the game. And Marcus Smart coming back in. Pretty obvious, Max. Marcus Smart comes back in because someone's got to stop D'Angelo Russell. He's up to 33. Well, you have to have the guy to come in and, like Smokey the Bear, and try to put out that fire. Put water on him. Put water on him again. Then you might be able to put him out. Wanamaker. For Jalen Brown, right side of the floor. Return to Wanamaker. He'll attack the left side, lays it up no good, but he got fouled. Third on Herling Gomez, and Wanamaker will go to the line for the first time tonight. Well, we've talked about him all year long, the ability to get in the game and get positive minutes. When he's attacking the rim, 
As you said, the best free throw shooter right now in the league, you want him at the uh, free throw line. 92.7%. He has the league lead over Devin Booker right now. First one is good. Now 35 of 36 for Wanamaker from the free throw line. Carl Anthony Towns will come back in for Minnesota. Wanamaker's only miss was that Celtics win at Milwaukee a couple of weeks ago in this stretch over the last six or seven weeks. Second one in the air and good. 94-89. Bulls by five. Angelo Russell now guarded by Marcus Smart. Moves it to Jared Culver. Return to Okogie on the wing against Grant Williams. Back to the Angelo Russell. Lines up Smart. Drills a three right over him. Eighth of the night. The Angelo Russell on fire. He's got 36 in the Wolves lead by eight. When a guy's that hot, I don't care who you put in. Sometimes you just can't slow him down. He did this to the Celtics last year in Brooklyn. 97-89. Wolves by eight. Wanamaker again moves to Jalen Brown, right side, pounces, pounces against the Kogi. Cross court deflected, stolen by Culver. 14th turnover for the Celtics, the third for Jalen Brown. Here's a hot hand again, Russell against Smart. Starts his drive, pulls up at 12, got another one. man, I don't know what you do. Maybe the Celtics might have to start double-teaming here to get that ball out of his hand. We've seen this a lot this year with guards coming in here, putting up some big numbers. 37 for D'Angelo Russell, coming off his 55 on Thursday. Wolves have their largest lead, up 10. Not even Marcus Smart can cool him off now. Smart, offensive end, looking for Wanamaker. He wants to go inside of Jalen Brown against the Kobe. That's where the ball goes. Kobe holds his ground, double team comes from town. Kicks back out, Wanamaker from 15. Got it. Stem the tide, Celtics back within eight. You need something positive to get you going back in a game like this. It kind of turned the momentum just a little. 99-91. Celtics down by eight. Eight and a half to go. Angelo Russell inside to Carl Anthony Towns. Now Grant Williams trying his hand against Towns. Turn to Russell. Swings to Malik Beasley left side. Towns comes out. Sets the screen. Beasley steps to his right. Pulls up at 12. Got it. Six in a row for the Wolves. And well, he has been a real wild card for Minnesota since they picked him up from Denver. Boy, right now cooking with gas because very seldom you see everybody on the team hitting back. Well, the Celtics, when they built the lead at home early in the year, were unstoppable. This is sort of flashing back to that home court losing skid about a month ago. 101-91. Celtics down by 10. they got to get Kemba and Tatum back in this game. Smart. Gets it back from Jalen Brown. Entry to Grant Williams down low. Slapped away by Carl Anthony Towns. 15 Boston turnovers. Four already in the quarter. Brad Stevens watching closely now. Wolves trying to run again. Russell lobs it for Towns. Back out to Russell. Up fakes the three. Five turning. Gomez gets three. It's good. Timeout, Brad Stevens. Ooh, they are hitting on all cylinders. You guard one. You double team the other one. They're making the Celtics pay. 15-3 for Minnesota. A 12-2 run. And the Celtics are down by 13. 8.22 to go. An upset more than brewing at the Garden. It's at full boil right now. Minnesota 104, Boston 91. You are listening to the Celtics Simulation. The season continues exclusively on CLNS Media. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts, and Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Eat right, strengthen your immune system, don't gain weight sitting at home. We pick up the action now later on in the fourth quarter with the Celtics trailing the Timberwolves 120 to 113. Let's send it back to Sean Grandy and Cedric Maxwell on the floor. Now the Garden's starting to make some noise. A 14-5 Boston run Celtics within seven with 2.09 to go. 120-113. 40 
for D'Angelo Russell, but Max Celtics defensively trying to get him to stop. Well, Gavin, you've got to have stops in a game like this. When you have a team that's red hot, somebody has to step up, and then you get in transition. Where do you hurt the Wolves? Not offensively, but I think you hurt them more so on their defensive end where they can't contain people. Wolves have made 18-3, second most against the Celtics this year. Only the Nets in that Karis LeVert game made more. Tatum, Smart, Brown, Walker, and Tice will be the five on the floor for the Celtics. Wolves trying to run some clock, but that's not what they do here. Well, Beasley, turn to D'Angelo Russell, tries to move this one. No good. Rebound number 12 for Daniel Tice. Tice for Kemba, and he will walk it across the timeline. Kemba looking inside. Got Tatum. Tatum lined up with a Cobra. Steps to his right. It's not there. Return. Kemba swings to Smart. Open three. Got it. Third of the quarter for Marcus Smart. And the Celtics have cut it to four. Now it's really getting loud in here. Ooh. Stop picking your nose. Stop picking your nose, big boy. Go ahead. 138 to go as you ponder that vision. Celtics now within four. Minnesota, can they hold their ground? They had a big one over the Spurs last night, but that was at home. Now they're trying to get this done on the road in a building where they haven't won in 15 years. Russell is inside the town, not there. Tice holding his ground. Return to Russell. Akoki coming off the screen. Catches 14-footer. No good. Rebound Marcus Smart. Headed towards the final minute. Smart, offensive end. Looking for Tatum. Tatum on the wing. Going to return to Marcus Smart straight away. Kemba coming off a curl. Smart doesn't go there. Instead, finds Jalen Brown. Brown has a step on Akoki. Gets to the rim and scores. And the Celtics are within two. Quick, fast, in a hurry. All you have to do now is play on the defensive end if you're the Celtics. Wolves trying to hang on to the lead. It's down to two. 120 to 118. Russell looking into Carl Anthony Towns. Double teamed in the post. Return of the Angelo Russell. Not there. Smart. Pounding him. Smart right in the face of the Angelo Russell. Return to Towns. Over tight. And jump hook is good. 33 for Carl Anthony Towns. Wolves push it to four with 56 seconds to go. Brad Stevens going to let him play. Well, a lot of time right now. You just have to come back on your end, score, and then defend again. Celtics down four. Kemp, offensive end. Oh, they're all over Tatum right now. Towns showing double team every time down. Kemba goes to Marcus Smart. Right side, return to Kemba. D'Angelo Russell in front of him. Mobs it into Tice. Tice goes under the shoulder of Towns and lays it in. Celtics within two. Timeout Ryan Saunders, and we'll keep it here. 122-120. Celtics down only two now with 43 seconds to go. Well, plenty of time on the clock if you're the Wolves. What you want to do is manage the clock, maybe get a basket, put more pressure on the Celtics. Can the Celtics survive here without Gordon Hayward trying to make up ground on Toronto? Raptors lose yesterday in Memphis. Celtics can get within a game and a half with that two seed. Raptors hope to get Pascal Siakam back for their home game tomorrow against Memphis. Minnesota has been a lost year for them in so many different ways. Headed for the high lottery again, but this is one of those late-season games that uh, young teams... I remember the Celtics, Max, in 07, winning a couple of these games late in the year. The confidence booster for a young team to get a quality win on the road. Well, you want to get a win on the road anytime you can. And then that kind of kicks you towards maybe something for the new year coming up. Minnesota will return to the floor with Russell, Towns, Okogie, Vernon Gomez and Malik Beasley has been their best five tonight. Lock rolling 42, 41, 40 seconds to go. Minnesota by two. Or a Kogi on the wing. Minnesota wants to run some clock, but it's not what they like to do. They like to run and gun and shoot the three. 
Towns being fronted by Tice. Going back to Russell. Russell ducks his shoulder, drives on Smart, lays it up. No good, but they're calling a foul on Daniel Tice sometimes just can't get out of his own way. I don't care if Tice is in there, they're always seem to be calling those fouls on him. Ticky tack or not, that's a great lot. What do you say to Daniel Tice? What does he have to what language does he have to use with the rest German? He always speaks German. Then they'll never understand. You can speak as much as you want, and then the officials, unless they were in Germany, will understand what you say. Can't give you the technical background. 31 seconds on the clock. The Angelo Russell, a 40-point game, 4 for 4 from the line tonight. First one is good. One possession game, 123-120. Russell, 60 points total against the Celtics in three games this year for Golden State and Minnesota, but he has been brilliant tonight. Second free throw in the air, and good. Four-point game, 124-120, 42 for D'Angelo Russell. Campbell will walk the dog now, touch it, clock rolling. 29, 28, 27 seconds to go. Celtics do not need a three. Want to go quick if they can. Kemba finds Tatum. Quick dribble drive on a Kogi. 15-footer. Got it. Two-point game. Well, just stay close. You, you get a chance. Maybe if you can see you can steal this at the end. There's a two-and-a-half-second differential on the clock. The Celtics only use two seconds on that possession. They do not have to foul. But they do need a stop. Close by two with the ball in the hands of D'Angelo Russell. He's staring at player of the week. If the Wolves hang on to this, 60, 50, 14 seconds to go. 11 on the shot clock. Russell just pounded. Towns comes out, sets the screen. Russell drives, finds Towns. Shot is no good, but he's fouled again by Tice. With four seconds to go, Daniel Tice is fouled out. Man, that hurts you. You got your best defender out there against the big. Has to go out of the game now. Where do you do it? Now you have to hope he misses one of these free throws. But Carl Anthony Towns has taken four free throws tonight, and he has missed all four. He will go to the line tonight with Minnesota up by two, trying to win in this building for the first time in 15 years. Carl Anthony Towns, seven foot, bends over, dribbles twice, big deep breath. First one, right down the middle. The opposite pressure bus fight. 125-122. Celtics do not have a timeout remaining. Kemba, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Grant Williams in the game. Down by three, maybe four. Here's the big one for Carl Anthony Towns with three seconds to go. It's in the air. Got it. Carl Anthony Towns with a clutch free throw. Celtics down by four. Inbound, Kemba Walker ahead to Jason Tatum. His three, no good. Long rebound. Marcus Smart will try a three. It's no good, but it doesn't matter. Clock hits triple to zero. The Celtics win streak is over. First time in 15 years, the Minnesota Timberwolves come to Boston and beat the Celtics 126 to 122. Well, they deserve that one. They played well enough at the end, taking all the pressure defensively, knocking down shots. They did not wilt at all. I thought they would, but the Celtics just, they just kept knocking down shots. Wolves out here celebrating like they just won a playoff round. They Huge did. win for them. It is for them. 42 for D'Angelo Russell, 35 and 20 for Carl Anthony Towns. Towns with five threes, Russell with eight. Wolves made 18 of them on the night and got the stops they needed at the end. For the Celtics, a chance to make up ground on Toronto. Instead, they fall two games behind them for the two seed as their win streak comes to an end tonight. Another Western Conference team 
that the Celtics beat on the road comes to Boston and gets a win. The final score, Minnesota 126, Boston 122. No wrap it Welcome back. CLNS Simulation Post Game Show brought to you by BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts, and Awaken 180. Weight loss, eat right, strengthen your immune system, and don't gain weight sitting at home. Lose it with Awaken 180 weight loss. It's tough to do. You spend a lot of time sitting at home. Celtics drop one of the Wolves. It was frustrating. 126-122, Perk, we talked about uh, back at halftime. Just 60-plus points allowed at that point. Way too many. Obviously, the Wolves finished that out. They they uh, paced it, quite frankly. Celtics had that 16-point advantage. They blew it, and it has been a trend that we have seen bite them too many times this year. Before we get into some of the specifics, just in general, you know, with, with Toronto losing the last game, Celtics squandered an opportunity here. Seems like they're destined for that three-seed as far as the playoffs go. And how much are games like this, when you start to think about playoff seeding and matchups, going to come back to bite them? Uh, it's, I mean, this was a horrible loss tonight, Adam, for the Celtics. We, first of all, I want to throw up. You know I got to hear from the Minnesota Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns and D'Lo had a great night tonight. But, look, this was a yeah, miss. Don't check your Twitter mentions, pal. <laughs> I know, right? This was, a, this was a missed opportunity for the Celtics. And, when you, and I said this before. I think whoever gets the number two seed in the East is coming out of the East. And I thought that the Celtics needed this win to gain ground on Toronto because if they come in the second round and they have to go seven games, you don't want to be playing it in Toronto. So I thought Boston missed a huge game, a huge opportunity tonight, and they should have won them this game. This was a game that should have been, you know, a check in the, on the list. I got this. Well, and D'Angelo Russell goes for, what, 42 points? Carl Anthony Towns was north of 30, but in particular Russell, because that's not the guy that you necessarily think about, oh, my God, we have to stop. And we know how good he was in Brooklyn last year and the numbers he was putting up with the Warriors with all their regular players down before Minnesota went and kind of reinvented itself at the trade deadline. But Russell comes in, makes that immediate impact. And he's not the first guard to light up the Celtics this year. And we all talk about Marcus Smart. We love him for the winning plays and – you know, there, there's uh, in this house, there's no slandering smart. You know, those wooden blocks that are being made uh, out there around uh, the Internet and everything. But if he's truly going to be talked about as, as a defensive player of the year candidate, he needs to be able to lock down some of these high-scoring guards. In particular, uh, no intentional disrespect, but I guess it's going to come out that way, a guy like D'Angelo Russell. Well, I mean, when you look at a, a guy like D'Angelo Russell, he's a level three scorer, Adam. I mean, he's a guy, that's what he do. If he get hot, he gets buckets. He's a guy that's capable of going for 50. And when you look at a, a, a not only Marcus Smart, when you look at this Celtic roster, team get t- players and, and teams get up to play them because they know that they have these guys that are, are, are considered the, the, elite, the elite of the elite, the best of the mm-hmm. best when you look at defensive guards. And so guys get up to play them, and they want to go out there and compete against Marcus Smart. They want to go out there and compete against Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just, like I said, I I never lose faith in Marcus Smart. Uh, One thing about him is that he knows what he has to do. So he will have a better game next game. But, hey, every dog get get a bone every now and then now. 
With Gordon Hayward out for this one, again, we talk about just kind of the frustration or, or having to adjust on the fly for Brad Stevens, even though he's kind of been doing it all year with certain guys are out a, a given night, never having that, that full five in terms of regular rotation, regular starting unit. How worried are you about Hayward with the setback with the foot, Kemba Walker with the knee going back before the all-star break, these guys, and just sustaining the rigors of, of a postseason schedule right around the corner because – Again, they just they can't go these these long stretches being fully healthy. Well, I'm very concerned. Listen, the Celtics is, is a team that's, in my opinion, that's very top heavy. Um, they need more depth on the bench, but that's neither here or there. They have to rock with what they have, but they need a healthy roster. They need Gordon Haywood to be healthy. They need Kimber Walker to be healthy in order to make a run that they're trying to make. Um, without those guys, it will be tough for the Celtics to come out of the East. But with those guys, you have when you have Jalen Brown, Kimball Walker, Jason Tatum, Gordon Haywood, Marcus Smart, and Tice, you have those six that's healthy. I like the Celtics' chance night in and night out come this postseason. With these two teams matching up, because we don't see it often, obviously, different conferences, Boston and Minnesota, especially you being – uh, with the Celtics during that new big three era, which uh, I hope, by the way, you know, people identify with that. I hope it doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't disrespect you because you were very important to those uh, championship runs, including the one title. But Kevin Garnett, obviously, I think he more than anything, he's talked about the fact that he wishes in retrospect, maybe he got out of Minnesota earlier than he even did. And I know he ultimately went back there after Brooklyn half seasons with the Celtics. He's going to, it still kind of blows my mind. I know it does yours as well. You've tweeted about it. The fact that he's going to have his number retired in Boston next year, prior to having his number retired in Minnesota, where really he made his mark, where he became a hall of famer, even before getting that championship, he was going in regardless, which he will this summer, but he was going in no matter what happened in Boston, based on what he did coming out of high school. And as a member of the Timberwolves for, more than a dozen years. He was incredible. Just, you know, you're still in touch with him. Identifying him with both organizations and, and the retirement issue, issue as I brought up with that number, what do you think kind of goes through his head when he sees two teams like this match up? Well, I mean, when you look at, when you look at KG, uh, you know, it's, it's, he, to me, he will always be remembered as a Boston Celtic. Um, you know, that's what that's that that would be my memory of Kevin Garnett. And listen, I was a fan. I was in school, Adam, when KG was playing for the Minnesota Timberwolves. I had his first shoes that came out. Um, <laughs> you know, the Timberwolves didn't do do right by Kev. Um, it's no secret; everyone knows it. Um, but it's okay because he's always welcome and he's loved, and he has a new home. He has a home in the Bean Town, mm-hmm. which that. I'd rather that home than the Minnesota Timberwolves home. I tell you that. So at the end of the day, I think a guy like KG, he don't even worry about the past. He focuses on the positive and not the negative. So he's just happy to be part of this Boston Celtic family. His jersey is getting retired. He's going up in the Raptors with a whole lot of great, well deserved. He's going to get his he's going to get his name into the Hall of Fame this summer, like you said. So at the end of the day. You know, that's Minnesota loss, not KG loss. We appreciate it. As part of the Celtic family, we thank you, Minnesota. Listen, I, I'm i all about Banner 17. I think maybe people can see it behind me up on that wall I over did. there. Yeah, to, uh, to put a bow on tonight's game, let's head back to the court here from Sean Grandy and Cedric Maxwell. 
All right, guys. 15 years is a long time. So law of averages and all the other things that you didn't think this was going to be the year, especially under the circumstances that the Timberwolves would come to Boston and snap that losing streak. But as we said at the start, when you have Russell and Towns, uh, anything is possible. Somebody famously once said on this floor. Well, that's the thing about two dynamic players. And maybe, just maybe, they found the formula to go forward next year with these two great players and start to build something again in Minnesota. And speaking of formulas, when you see two dynamic players going off, we've had this conversation about the Celtics possibly playing Philadelphia in the first round if they can't catch Toronto. If you can't stop Towns and Russell, what are you going to do against Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid? Well, you know, I think you start, start talking about two different players. And think what what did the Wolves beat you because they kept knocking down trays. You don't look at a guy like Ben Simmons knocking down trays, but you will get some from time to time when you think about Joel Embiid. But that's what you want Joel Embiid to do, shoot trays. So it's completely two different narratives when you think about that team and then think about Philly. All right, Celtics four-game winning streak is over. They got a couple of days off here, maybe have Gordon Hayward back. On Wednesday night, the Miami Heat, they're in a battle of their own right now with the Indiana Pacers for home court advantage in the first round of what looks like is going to be an opening round playoff series between those two Celtics trying to make it three straight over the Miami Heat as they turn the calendar into April. March ends with a loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Final score, Minnesota 126, Boston 122. We'll talk to you Wednesday night when the Miami Heat come to town. All right, guys, 15 years is a long time. So law of averages and all the other things that you didn't think this was going to be the year, especially under the circumstances.